the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's not just any Tuesday, though, babies. It is another, I, I, guess, I guess there's only one, like, Super Tuesday for the primaries. So maybe tonight we kind of got, like, a mini mic version of the primaries on a Tuesday. So we got that to talk about tonight. We got lots to talk about. Glad to have you guys here with me. I apologize to those of you that normally watch uh, via Facebook Live as well as listening to me. No, I'm not Facebook Live tonight. No, I don't have the coronavirus. We got a little tech issue going on. Um, but I also have an issue with my neck. And I'm telling you, anybody can come up with a with a cure for a creak in your neck, let me know. Because I've had this one for a couple of months now, and I can't seem to get rid of it. So that's really my, my ailment right now. Um, but it doesn't matter any ailment I got. I'm always excited to share this time with you guys. 888-344-1170. I put it out there to you guys on Facebook today. What do you want me to talk about besides the coronavirus? <laughs> so we are going to talk a little bit about that, I because I've got a couple of things to share with you guys about that. But we're not going to spend this entire show talking about it. It has just been absolutely blown out of proportion. Um, however you want to be a part of the show, follow me on Twitter. Um, listening to me in your car, follow me on Instagram. I'm at Andrea K show on Instagram. I'm, we also have our special Facebook group called the Caniacs, which is K A Y E N I A C S. Um, if you're on Facebook send me a little friend request and we will invite you to be a part of that page. And, um, when I'm from remote like this, the only thing that really bums me out, I always love sharing this time with you guys, however I do it, but I don't get to be in the studio with my buddy. Y'all know who that is. It's DJ Carrot Stick. So many friends in San Diego. My best friend. He goes by DJ Carrot Sticks. Well, I hope you're at least you're staying dry out there. I am staying dry. I'm inside. I'm trying. To, I, I'm seriously though. I am trying to figure out how I can deal with this crank in my neck because it's been it's been ailing me for a couple months now and it's like it's given me the migraines and stuff but you know what i'm i'm still healthy and feeling good um so we've got a big night tonight on uh the primaries and so it's super exciting for me carrot sticks to talk about something besides the coronavirus and i'm actually glad to tell y'all open in the show tonight i don't, I don't know how many people in the news outlets or anybody you're watching is going to share with you guys some good news opening up the broadcast but the Dow closed today, and by the way, let me say this. The Democrats today, and I'm going to talk a little bit, Jesse Jane Duff is going to be here. Y'all know I love my girl Jesse Jane Duff. JJD is going to be here to talk about the Democrats' primary going on, President Trump. She's a part of Veterans for Trump as well as Women for Trump. The Democrats are coming out today as this man has done everything that he could start to finish since taking his presidency to make America great again. They're coming out. He has some ideas today. The Democrats are coming out saying, oh, President Trump only wants to help when it helps Wall Street. There is not one American out there, not one, that does not benefit from the stock market doing well. Public employees, union employees, everybody, primarily everybody who has a job, if you have a 401k, if you have any type of retirement account whatsoever, you need the stock market to do well. 
And that's one reason why the Democrats, I think, have been fomenting all these uh, all this uh, un- unnecessary panic beyond reasonable concern about the coronavirus. Is they want to do damage to the economy so that they can try to get this loser, Biden, who we're going to talk about in a minute, to try to somehow push him ahead of President Trump. The Dow closed today up 1,167 points at 25,000. 18. And that is tremendous in light of the fact of everything that's been done. And I think it's in part because you can see uh, that we have a president who's in charge, who's actually doing what he can to mitigate any damage here, doing what he and, and not even just from the terms of working with the CDC and the health organization and to try to mitigate the spread of it and beyond, but also to address the economic issues surrounding this. He did lay out today uh, some tax, some ideas to help with the economy. Um, you know, uh, did President Obama do any of this? I know I promised you guys that we weren't going to talk so much about the coronavirus. This is about the economy in ways that we have a president who's a businessman, who whatever the reason for a hiccup coming our way to the economy, this is why the American people voted for an outsider to come in. A businessman to come in, somebody who can who understands money and how money works, how the economy works, how business works, so that if you have a storm or any whatever that may come its way to cause a little hiccup in the economy, he has an idea to counter it. So President Trump came out today with some ideas with, I'm sure, the assistance of Larry Kudlow and Stephen Moore and those who, who come up with economic ideas for him to be floating ideas of a tax stimulus plan that would involve possibly a payroll tax cut, expanding paid leave, small business tax loans, and tax relief for certain industries. And if, if even if you don't understand how maybe some of these individual items might help stave off issues, I, I actually believe that some of these ideas and why it floated today are actually why the stock market had a little bit of a rebound today. Even if you don't understand how these individual things might help, uh, it, it goes a long way to allaying consumer fears that you've got a president in charge. Contrast that to who's running for office today. And these two, Bernie and Biden, in these primaries tonight, these are dudes that have done nothing but be in Congress for decades. Decades. They are the opposite of what the American people voted for in 2016 for a president, because we had the exact type of these Bernie, whether they're Republican or Democrat. Have we not had to the American people say, you know, we're tired of these type of career Congress people who come out re-election, 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 whether they're running for their own re-election or trying to trying to get a promotion up to president. They come out, pretend that they've got the answers to the problems that they've been overseeing for decades. I don't care whether Biden wins tonight or Bernie wins tonight. Neither one of them is going to win in October, in November. Neither one of them can. But let's talk a little bit about let's talk a little bit about Biden. Um, well, I, I guess I could go ahead and give you guys some some you know, I guess so far at this point we had let's see like six battleground states tonight: Michigan, Missouri. M- Mississippi, Idaho, North Dakota, and Washington State. Um, Obviously, Washington State hasn't closed its polls yet. There's 352 delegates up for grabs across the six states. I think it's already kind of clear to see that I think Biden's going to be the winner tonight. Uh, That's not necessarily a win for the Democrats because, uh, you know, yesterday there was a report that came out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they came out. There's a debate coming up on the 15th. There was a report that came out yesterday that Joe Biden's people had a phone call with Bernie's people asking 
like asking if Biden, asking if Biden could actually have a chair at the next debate. That's where this is at. The, the reports are out today. I guess predictions are out that Trump has won Michigan. I mean, Biden has won Michigan tonight. But you look at him today in Michigan, and I don't know, DJ Carrot Sticks, there was a clip that was going around today showing Biden in Michigan today talking to some auto workers. Now, here he's been going around, the Democrats, pretending that they're the, you know, the party that cares about the working man. Yet there was one video going around about Joe Biden today who actually got incredibly aggressive with a voter in Michigan. There was one clip that went around where the audio was really bad. I did not say that. That's not true. I did not say that. It's a viral video like the other ones you're putting out that are saying they're lying. Yeah, that was I, I thought that that clip might be just a tad better um, than the other one that was going around. But here's what you had. If you guys couldn't hear that, you know, here's what basically went on. This this worker comes up and, and says to Joe that he's concerned that he sees, you know, that Joe Biden's talking about grabbing guns. And Joe Biden immediately gets aggressive, gets up in the guy's face, says that he's full of blank, then starts putting his finger in the guy's face and getting all aggressive and being absolutely incredibly bumps his chest up against him. Says, and the guy's like, look, you know, that this is unacceptable and inappropriate, kind of like the way you're treating me right now with a finger in his face. And then he's like, well, we can take this outside. There are there are Republicans today that saw this exchange that are continuing to push out the idea that, see, there's something wrong with this guy. He's not well. You know, there's some dementia going on. I don't think that the, 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 the play here should be for the Republican Party to give cover to Joe Biden in an instance like that as though this is just an old guy. No, this is a guy. This isn't about dementia. That is not about dementia. That is about a man who's an abuser. That is the textbook case of emotional, mental, and verbal abuse. That's exactly what that is. This isn't about dementia. Let's not give him cover. This man is a serial abuser. That was, that was verbal abuse. And at the end, because emotional and mental abuse is about a power play. It's about one person who's, who's in a subordinate position to somebody, and he goes up and he expresses a concern that he's got. And the person he's expressing the concern to shouts him down, intimidates him, threatens him in order to bully him into submission. It's incredibly toxic. This isn't about dementia. This is, and, and at the end, the worker says, hey, you work for me. And Joe Biden says, I don't work for you. Listen, it's not President Trump who's got the idea of being a dictator and a sense of entitlement and ruling over the peasants. It's the Democrat Party and this man, Joe Biden. And the Republicans need to call him out for the abuser that he is. He has been abusive to the taxpayers, not just with this individual, but abusive to the taxpayers and his graft corruption scheme with his family. He's abusive to the taxpayers in the way that he speaks to them. He's abusive to the taxpayers and the way he plans to go forward. And the Republicans need to be bold enough to call him out for that. And I would suggest that it's abusive for the way he continues to put his hands on women. We need to not fall into the strategy going forward because I believe it will be Biden with the nomination. We need to not go forward with the strategy that we have to make it be about him being elderly. You know what? Old, mean jack wagons were just young, mean jack wagons who got old. And that's what's going on here. And it's getting really old not having a Republican Party being willing to push back and be honest about the, the, what we face. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Jesse Jane Duff. We're going to get her opinion on all this. 
a little bit later, we got to talk about the Republicans not really doing pushing back with what's going on with the FISA court, FISA court abuse and the illegal surveillance of Americans. You're listening to The Andrea K Show. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Solar for America. Look, I was driving to work this morning and I heard a radio ad from this newly formed solar and alleged roofing company. I get a kick out of that. I've got socks in my drawer that are older than some of these roofing and solar power companies. I started in roofing in 1980 when Jimmy Carter was in the White House. I built over 1,600,000 roofs, many hundreds of thousands of solar power systems. I've got the best financing in the United States. Look, my roof started 59 bucks a month. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Same as cash for two years. I won't be beat. I've got the most experience. I've built more than anybody else. I buy better than anybody else, and I've got the best financing anywhere in the United States. And I've just been around longer. Give me a call if you want a roof, solar, a fence, or a backup home battery right now. 888-277-1933. 888-277-1933. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Once again, 888-277-1933. California CSLB 1054872, Scripture tells us if you say, I hope all goes well, what good is it unless you do something to help? In other words, if you are a voting age believer, trusting God to protect and restore Judeo-Christian values in America, if you don't vote, what good are you doing? Or if you want to see biblical values in government, what good is it unless you do something to help? Fortunately, BiblicalVoter.com is a robust website designed to connect you with the best biblical voter resources out there so you can be God's game changer in this one nation under God. Using BiblicalVoter.com, you can register to vote in minutes or access some of the best faith-based voter guides and other resources in America. You can quickly discover which candidates, pending legislation, and measures violate or support your biblical values and how. Visit www.biblicalvoter.com right now and prepare yourself and friends to stand for godliness. You're not alone. Click biblicalvoter.com, then pray and obey. Qualified Home Loans saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, you had a client who had a first mortgage, a second mortgage, and some credit cards, but she was on the fence about getting a new loan to get some relief. That's right. She was concerned about consolidating because she didn't want to owe more money. I explained to her that she already owes the money, just at much higher interest rates. That type of debt was damaging her credit score, and as it turns out, most of that debt actually came from money she spent to improve her home already. It made sense to wrap everything into one low fixed rate loan. Now she's using the savings to pay everything off faster. What a huge relief to not have to juggle that every month. Call Qualified Home Loans, 888-499-9502, 888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs, 888-499-9502. 
reality show. Oh, surprise, another reality show. And another show with Chicago in the title. If you're not going to pick something, just turn it off. Face it, there's nothing good on TV, so turn it off. And turn on The Answer San Diego. Weeknights at 8, it's Dennis Prager. Then at 9, you'll hear Sebastian Gorka. Then at 10 p.m., listen to Larry Elder. The Answer, San Diego's primetime lineup. Weeknights from 8 till 11, Prager, Gorka, and Elder. Turn off the TV and spend your weeknights with The Answer San Diego. Answer San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Super excited to be with you guys, and I know that there's some of you that are missing me on Facebook Live, but take heart. I'll be back in a few days. We just we got some tech issues and some bugs we're trying to work out for the studio and. We got some weather here going on in San Diego, so I think it's affecting the satellites and stuff. So um, before I bring in my next guest, uh, Jesse Jane Duff, I want to give you guys a little bit of an update because some people have wondered if it was because I was at CPAC and myself quarantining due to the coronavirus. I'm not. And let me give you an update just that from CPAC themselves. Uh, the individual who was at CPAC who tested positive had very very limited in um, engagement with anybody. It was uh, really this person interacted with just a very few people that were very high up. According to CPAC, this person was never on broadcast row where I was, did not interview anybody, was not interviewed by anybody, was only in, I think, the green room area in the grand ballroom where I was not at. This individual also went to an event on Wednesday night that I did not go to. So to my listeners and to my friends and family in San Diego, I have not been exposed to the coronavirus at all. So that being said, I got to bring in my next guest, my girl, Jessie Jane Duff. Follow her on Twitter at Jessie Jane Duff. She, you know, she's been on the show so many times before. Gunnery Sergeant, She's retired. She, she's now um, co-chair of Veterans for Trump. She's also on the advisory board of Women for Trump and a Newsmax contributor. And she joins me now. Hey, Jesse Jane Duff, welcome back. Oh, good afternoon. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm actually in California now, so I'm on the same time zone as you for once. Um, I'm up in Sacramento visiting my 95-year-old parents. Isn't that fabulous? Well, that is wonderful, and I'm super excited that you get to be out here. Um, hopefully the weather's a little bit better up there than we've got right now. It's interesting you should talk about Sacramento because they made – I wasn't going to spend a lot of time talking about the coronavirus tonight, but Sacramento made a um, controversial decision about focusing on mitigation versus containment. They're saying at this point there's not really a way to really trace back everybody, and unless you've got symptoms, there's really no need for all of this self uh, quarantining, um, I, you know, there's a lot of criticism of President Trump, Jesse Jane Duff, in terms of um, his handling of it. But here in California, Gavin Newsom says that Trump has, has honored every commitment he's made. There's nothing that he could ask for more from the president at this point. Um, you know, today he put out his tax, you know, ideas for his economic plan to help shore things up. The Dow is back up. I mean, good grief. I mean, does anybody believe that Joe Biden, the dude who, you know, got ugly with a voter today in Michigan, would do a better job? Really? Well, it was pretty awesome to see Gavin Newsom say how great of a job President Trump has done. I wouldn't have not have expected that. In fact, we both know that if there was any room for criticism, that would have been part of that press conference. 
But honestly, when somebody has done everything that they promised to do and then some, Gavin Newsom had to be honest. And I and I was really almost stunned because out here in California, there's many, many, many conservatives. In fact, didn't you guys end up having more Trump voters show up for the Democratic primary um, and the Republican primary than they had Democrats, which tells me, am I, do I have that correct? The enthusiasm for President Trump in the primary has been magnificent, and he's the only one on the ballot. In South Carolina, he apparently had outdone the Democrats. In New Hampshire, uh, he did so well, and they, they, they haven't had an enthusiastic turnout since it was Obama versus Hillary. So this tells you that President Trump is getting people excited to a point that California is getting their attention now. And I think even Gavin Newsom may have recognized, you know what, I'd better not come out and bash people that support the president because you know what, I'm going to run for reelection at some point. And these people showed up in a primary where Mm -hmm. President Trump was the only person on the ballot. Absolutely. It was extraordinary. I think more people voted across the state of California for Trump than they did for any of the Democrats. And yeah, you're right. It was in a in a primary. And, you know, I and I think that, you know, that that tells me two things. You know, President Trump in 2016 was able to tear down that blue wall in Michigan and and Wisconsin because he he you know, the, the never Trumpers criticized President Trump because he wasn't like an establishment Republican. That's right. He wasn't. He was an outsider who came in and flipped Democrats to his side because they could see that this was an outsider, unlike Joe Biden and unlike Bernie Sanders and unlike other Republicans, even that have been in the in politics for decades and hadn't delivered on any of the promises. Here's a businessman, and he doesn't talk in terms of labels. He talks in terms of solutions. And when you're a state of California to where, quite frankly, you're more likely to die from stepping in the wrong you know, sidewalk in San Francisco or L.A., and nobody can afford to buy a home, and you know, things are really you know, dismal in the state, I mean, people are starting to look around for options. Well, you're absolutely correct. The the establishment has basically enabled Biden to become their front runner by whatever means possible. And, you know, although Tulsi Gabbard is technically still running for president, she only has two electoral college votes. I mean, that's it. She only has two. (laughs) She has no shot. And they suggest that they change the rules so she could no longer be on stage. And I will defend the Democrats on this one. I think at this point in the election, if you have no feasible way of winning the election, why would you put somebody up there? I appreciate what the Republicans are saying, but if that were the case, we would have uh, Walsh up there debating President Trump right now. We don't because you have to be realistic in your party. However, did they stack the cards against Bernie Sanders? Yes. Of course they did. I'm very suspicious, as many people are. Why did Elizabeth Warren hang on as long as she did so that it would take votes from Bernie? And now they've had this clear pathway for Biden. Now, when we watch what Biden's doing, you know that there are many Democrats that are having buyer's remorse. They know that he will not be able to withstand any debate against President Trump. He will sit there for seven minutes as long as he's been able to go now, and then the debate's still going. What is he going to do? I've heard he's even requested a chair. What are they going to do? Right now, President Trump is the youngest man running for president. Again, minus 
Tulsi Gabbard, who I don't see making it any further, regardless of uh, how much she wants to be on the ticket. It's not realistic for her at this point. But Bernie and doggone Joe Biden are over the President Trump, and their faculties seem to have be quite obvious, not in tune with what the country needs. They don't seem to be as comprehensive in any way, shape, or form as to why the country elected this man. Why is it they elected this man? To break up the establishment. Here comes Joe Biden riding on his horse, the man that supported Obamacare, that wants to remove Americans from their private health insurance, how health care costs skyrocketed. He wanted half of the things that Obama was a contributor to. He either led the battle or was holding his hand all along the way. We turned our backs on that. So to bring Joe Biden back is literally resurrecting failed policies. Yeah, and it's astounding to me that that not enough Republicans are pushing back and saying you guys are out there complaining about the state of health care and how and what's going on with our health you know industry right now, whether it's you know um, the cost of premiums or access to health care or the state of preparation for a pandemic. Well, who was in charge for eight years? It was Obamacare that left us in this position. And I think one of the reasons why the Republicans are not pushing back enough on that GJD is because today's the 10th anniversary of Obamacare, and it was a Republican who decided to give because of the fight towards President Trump, decided to give the middle uh, uh, the United the Americans the middle finger and refused to repeal and replace Obamacare, and that was John McCain. The Republican Party is, is you know, I, I I don't believe for a second that Biden can beat Trump, but I I, I think the play is is through the fact that we didn't, the Republican Party did not repeat, we got rid of the mandate, but they did not replace Obamacare or, or come up with, with a way to really um, reverse its damage. And on top of it, they're stoking all this panic and, and fear over the coronavirus. And I think the play is that they think that they can get this hobbled, hideous, ridiculous, abusive, worthless Joe Biden across the finish line by destroying President Trump, his economy through the coronavirus. Your thoughts? Well, we also are seeing the Clintons clean up pretty good right now. You know, they're looking pretty nice on their videotapes that they're putting out and giving Clinton some excuse for his Monica Lewinsky scandal, suggesting that having sexual impropriety while in the White House was due to anxiety. I mean, how does that fit into the left <laughs> movement of the Me Too first? You know, how is that going to fit into the left, you know, believe all women? How is that going to fit into that when their, their guy had essentially ruined a woman's life, her refuge? on so many levels, but yet we're supposed to believe all women. But now you're going to put him or his wife who enabled him, who never stood up against him, who didn't walk out when this happened under Jennifer Flowers or any of the other women. We could list a litany of women that he had been with. This is nothing new. So if they want to go after President Trump for the coronavirus, which, by the way, you and I both know will be out of the way by the time November 3rd rolls around. Also, let's then bring up the H1N one and the number of deaths that were in the United States under the Obama Biden administration due to the fact that they were if they want to play that game, let's throw then all of that burden on uh, President Obama and Vice President Biden, because if they want to play that game about you're responsible for this disease that has come from China, then let's look in Biden's rearview mirror and how many solutions they had for that. Thousands of people remember the bird flu. People remember that's when the airlines stopped putting blankets on the airlines because of that right. virus. And maybe I had the viruses mixed up. Maybe it was a different virus. Somebody out there in media matters might call me out for that. But it was due to us. Uh, <laughs> 
pandemic. I want to be very clear about that. And how many deaths from the flu have we had in this country this year? Thousands. I've read numbers well over, uh, I don't even want to say the numbers. Again, media batters might be quoting me, but it's thousands upon thousands of people die every year from the flu. And we're over here now calling President Trump a failed leader. These guys are so desperate. This is all they've got. And you know, and I know, this is going to blow over and they're going to still have nothing. Nothing from nothing still means nothing. Well, yeah, all they've got is excuses. I mean, I'm so glad you brought up Bubba, Bill Clinton, talking about relieving anxiety through having an affair with an intern in the White House. It's like, oh, gee, you know, America, if you can't afford the prescription drugs for your Xanax, how about this, you married men out there? Hit up the intern or the, or the low-level employee at your office. I mean, the excuses from these Democrats are astounding. It's like listening to this woman tonight I saw today on Fox News. She was asking about Joe Biden being nasty and aggressive at a voter today. And she goes, yeah, that was a human moment for him. When has J.J.D., Jesse Jane Duff, when has, because they're all trying to say that it was the same thing that Trump has done. Do you, have you ever seen, you've been at rallies, you've been, uh, you've been all over the country with President Trump. Have you ever seen him get in the face? of any voter anywhere and call him a piece of SHIT? Here's what I think Joe Biden is trying to do. He's trying to look like a tough guy. And he's trying to look like he can go toe-to-toe with President Trump. I think he's desperate to look like a strong man because he isn't, because he can't. So he's doing it in a very haphazard way. Joe Biden has always been known as a nice guy. He's always been known as pleasant and somebody to, that you could socialize with. I'm not saying he's a great leader, but he's been known as a pleasant person. So you combine pleasant with appearing weak and fumbling. Now he's trying to overcompensate. That is my guess. So he's trying to look like he's aggressive. He's trying to look like he's pushing back. He's trying to look like he's standing up for himself. And all in all, that would be good if he was at least telling the truth. But when you start suggesting that those weapons that are out there are AR-14s when they're really AR-15s, when you start (laughs) suggesting that you never told people that you would ban assault rifles, which is a fancy name for the left to make everybody terrified of these weapons that are not automatic military-grade weapons, which is another talking point of the left. And he's trying to look like a tough guy going up against this construction worker. And the word was that he even indicated he would slap the guy. So he curses at him, says he would slap the guy. And I think he's feeling pretty proud of himself. And it ends up being another flop. This is not a gas now. This is an emotional response of a man who doesn't have the stability to know when he should not be behaving that way. That is my assessment. Was President Trump somebody who was uh, at the time when he was running candidate Trump aggressive? Of course he was. We remember when he said, get that guy out of here, you know, the rallies. But did he ever get in anybody's face? Did he ever point his finger? Did he ever curse out one of the people that was supposedly questioning him? He did not. Now, the left will come back and tell us, oh, but he mocked the disabled. The fact is, is he didn't even know that reporter is disabled. That is the fact. He never met the guy. Also, if you ever run the tape, you will see President Trump doing the same thing with many other people when he is accusing them of being Mm -hmm. uh, maybe foolish or stupid. That was what he was doing. And now the left does these far off claims. But I will say, Biden doesn't look like a tough guy. He looks foolish. Picking a fight with a younger man makes him look like he is just idiotic.
Last question for you. Uh, you mentioned Hillary Clinton. They're dusting themselves off, trying to clean up their act. Um, I think they're watching this. She was asked yesterday. She refused to endorse Biden. Uh, what's the chances they get closer to the convention? What's the what's the chance that you think that what they're really trying to do right now is just push out Sanders, announce that, you know, Biden um, isn't going to be able to make it as they get closer to the convention. And then they all put Hillary up as the nominee again. I would suggest that Hillary wants that more than probably the Democratic voters want that. She has run twice and has failed. She's failed miserably. She failed against Obama. She failed against Trump. What makes her think she's going to win against him a third time? This is not a calculated risk, I think, by the Democratic Party. My guess is she would love to be one heartbeat away, literally, from the White House, or one brain cell away, depending upon <laughs> what causes Joe Biden to go. And that is my guess. That is like, hey, honey, we might have another shot. I won't. I don't want a new portrait, though, because. I was a good 80 pounds thinner when I was the first lady. So let's just call that my first uh, the commander in chief uh, portrait in the White House. Um, she really would probably love that. And I think for her, it's more about getting the attention on any by any means possible. I don't like to try to predict too much unless I have strong right. uh, uh, motivation behind me, such as people whispering in my ear. But I don't have that. I think it's all about the Clintons. They don't want to fade away. They never did want to fade away. I am actually shocked Obama and Michelle have really faded away on a lot of levels. I am shocked that they haven't come out swinging harder. And I think that's probably due to a lot of the nefarious activities that went on during their administration. And they know that they're yeah. getting very close to that fire and being burned. They want to lay low and not look controversial right now. Well, Jesse Jane Dove, you said it all here tonight on my show. I thank you for being here. Y'all need to follow her on Twitter at Jesse Jane Duff. Take good care, girl. Appreciate you. All right, now y'all stay tuned. Because bye bye, bye hun. We're going to shift gears. We come back. We're going to talk about a, a story today that broke that nobody's really talking about and it has to do with the illegal surveillance of President Trump. So come on back. More Andrea K. Show on its way. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jewels Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first. Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113. Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules. Nicole Donnelly, and for almost 30 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath. We never pressure you. Tell us how much you can spend, and we'll surprise you with how much value you can get. Just listen to what our customers say. The shower is fantastic. It is such a night and day difference from what we had before. They were always on time and hard work. Their showroom's larger. It allows them to display more choices you can't otherwise always visualize. 
We believe your experience matters. That's why our experience matters. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath at 858-271-8434 or visit my design center. It's just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce. Now get $500 off your bathroom or kitchen remodel. Visit MiramarKitchenandBath.com for details. Miramar Kitchen and Bath. Red states versus blue, urban versus rural. As federal government keeps growing bigger, we the people are getting angrier when our side doesn't win. Are we at risk of becoming a nation permanently divided? In his latest book, Power to the States, How Federalism 2.0 Can Make America Governable Again, talk show host and author Bob Zadek explores factions and divisions that are inevitable and a solution that's been there in the Constitution all along. Power to the States features conversations with top scholars, statesmen, and a sitting state Supreme Court judge. Bob and his guests show how liberals and and conservatives are rediscovering the virtues of federalism where states become laboratories of democracy and citizens vote with their feet when they don't like what government is doing. Order your copy of Power to the States at BobZadek.com today. Z-A-D-E-K. A house divided can't stand, but healthy competition between the states can make America more prosperous than ever before. Power to the States, how federalism 2.0 can make America governable again. Available now at BobZadek.com. That's BobZadek.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. i got to tell you, as I see you with a neck ache, with a crank in my neck that I can't seem to get rid of, and I'm, I've got the sound down, but I'm looking at the monitors of tonight's primary, I am so happy. <laughs> that we're looking at in either a Bernie Sanders or a Biden Democrat Party nominee going to, up against President Trump. Because Jesse Jane Dubb, JJD, said it right. She says, this coronavirus stuff, it don't matter all the dire predictions y'all are hearing. That is meant to scare people into stupidity. It, it, it You know, we already see the Dow rebounding. This is going to be a, an afterthought in November this is just impeachment 3.0, and we are just sitting in a very good position uh, in terms of reelection. However, 
President Trump was over. He has, and, and, and I believe that the voters know that President Trump has done everything that he could to fulfill every campaign agenda of his. And those that didn't get fulfilled, like repealing and replacing Obamacare, was because we had 10 years ago people like John McCain, who cared more about their own egos as Republicans or cared about preserving the status quo than they cared about doing the right thing for the American people. I mean, there's too many in the Republican Party that, quite frankly, share more ideologically with Bernie Sanders than they do with Trump. And I think that was John McCain. Paul Ryan wants just as much a centralized, wanted just as much a centralized system of power. That's why he voted for everything Obama wanted financially. One of President Trump's campaign promises was to restore the rule of law, equal justice under the law, and routing out the deep state and draining the swamp. The FISA court, and there's been no greater example of, the, of how heinous the deep state is, the violations of the rule of law, the fact that the rule of law is not equal, that it's, you know, if you're a conservative or a Republican or a peasant, that you are going to have the full force of the law thrown against you. If you are a Democrat, an elite, <clears throat> or somebody that the left shares an ideology with, you're covered, you're cool. And there's no greater way for that to have been displayed than through the FISA court. The FISA uh, authorization was set to expire on Sunday, and it is really disturbing to hear that it is going to the FISA. Is, is, there's going to be a vote on Wednesday that is going to re-up and reauthorize FISA with no reforms whatsoever. Listen to Andy Biggs from earlier today. Andy Biggs here. Look, the Foreign uh, Intelligence Surveillance Act it needs to be reauthorized, certain parts of it, including three that are going to expire at the end of this week. Um, the bill was just introduced uh, about literally 15, 20 minutes prior to me taping this. I've started reading it. It is going directly to rules. It's not going to go to committee. So we're not going to have a debate in committee. It's not going to go to the floor for debate. It's going to go for a floor to vote. Um, there's not going to be a lot of substantive reforms to it. This is the act under which Carter Page and President Trump were surveilled in his campaign and that uh, we saw so much problems with the misuse and abuse of this system uh, when President Trump was running for, for office. I am so disappointed that the reforms that I was offering and many of my other colleagues were offering that were substantive and would prevent this from happening again are not included in this. This is just cosmetic in nature. There's some of these people can come out and say we fixed this, but the reality is, based on what I've read so far and what I've seen, uh, and from discussing this with others involved, what we have found is that this particular version would allow President Trump to be surveilled just as he was in 2016. And that means any American is at risk of being surveilled without proper due process, our constitutional rights being protected, and that is unfortunate and i'm going to keep fighting to see if we can get this thing changed wow um he went on to say in an interview with lou dobbs that republican house minority leader kevin mccarthy actually was on board with this which is absolutely despicable to me we are talking about the grossest violations and grossest uh, grossest Abuse of power of the United States government being weaponized, our top law enforcement agency, our intelligence agencies, our Department of Justice being flat out weaponized to go after American citizens strictly because of their politics. And nothing has been done to stop it or to correct it. 
We're talking about your Fourth Amendment rights being violated. We're talking about you, you Americans. Were, we have begun. We are supposed to expect that there would be no criminal investigation launched on us, that we would not be pulled over to the side of the road, that we would not be arrested without the government having some proof that we actually committed a crime before doing so. That's not what happened here. This is far worse than Watergate, and nothing has been done to stop it. And not only nothing's been done to stop it, the Republican Party is going for it again. Andy Biggs went on to say that he expected this to pass in the Senate. Rewarding. Nobody held, not only nobody held accountable, nobody who flat out lied to the court, committed crimes against the United States of America, committed crimes against the court, committed crimes against the, the, the people that were targeted. Nobody's been held accountable and not only no accountability, but it's, go- it's going to happen again. That's what's happening here. We're officially a banana republic if this gets voted on on Wednesday. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to calm down. Because my neck's starting to get into a little ache on again. <laughs> We're going to calm down, and when we come back, we've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. So y'all don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Solar for America. Look, I was driving to work this morning, and I heard a radio ad from this newly formed solar and alleged roofing company. I get a kick out of that. I've got socks in my drawer that are older than some of these roofing and solar power companies. I started in roofing in 1980 when Jimmy Carter was in the White House. I built over 1,600,000 roofs, many hundreds of thousands of solar power systems. I've got the best financing in the United States. Look, my roof started 59 bucks a month. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Same as cash for two years. I won't be beat. I've got the most experience. I've built more than anybody else. I buy better than anybody else, and I've got the best financing anywhere in the United States. And I've just been around longer. Give me a call if you want a roof, solar, a fence, or a backup home battery right now. 888-277-1933. 888-277-1933. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Once again, 888-277-1933. California CSLB 1045872, 1050201, and 1050133. Buying or selling a home is the biggest financial transaction most people ever make. This is Dennis Prager. Selecting the right real estate agent is crucial. Selecting the wrong real estate agent could cost you a lot of time and money. That's why I refer San Diego County's real estate authority, Jim Butrell, founder of Ardent Real Estate Services. Jim is a proud Marine Corps veteran with a proven track record and guarantees your success every time. Jim nets his sellers 5.6% more money and sells his listings in one-third the time when compared to the average agent. While others make big promises, Jim will actually guarantee the sale of your home at a price you agree to or he will buy it himself. Guaranteed in writing. That's because Jim already has the buyers. Thousands of ready buyers in waiting from his exclusive database looking to buy right now. Call Jim Butrell at 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Or go to jimhasthebuyers.com. 
If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media hosts Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell, inventor of My Pillow, on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, 2020. More than a vacation, this journey will guide you through centuries of faith as you visit significant places right out of Scripture. Along the way, your host will broadcast on site while you watch and participate. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, and take a boat out onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Have you ever wanted to explore the inside of the garden tomb? Set forth a new personal vision for this year and visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com to reserve your spot on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com for more information and to book today. Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. Stocks in broadly higher today, up 5% on average. And the meltdown yesterday was a melt up today. But was this a dead cat bounce or confirmation of an overdue consolidation confirming the 11-year bull market remains very much intact? Well, it's too soon to tell. The corona flu remained, but the flu season's near an end. Oil prices up 11% to 35 Russia, Saudi Arabia still talking. President Trump considers a temporary payroll tax cut, if needed, and a very friendly Fed may just cut rates even more. Amazon up 88, upgrades, and Google up 63. Both led the parade today. The rest of Fang followed on. Tesla up 35 will raise production capacity in China. And oil tanker stocks up 20 to 30 percent after four years in the doghouse. Dead cat or bear trap? The answer is close at hand. And Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. FM 96.1 and AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I was I just got an email from a listener who's listening to the show right now who's suggesting that I go to a chiropractor for my neck. Um, you know what? I might have to because it's been a couple months since I've had this kink in my neck. It's really muscular related. It's not really about alignment. Um, I know exactly when I tweaked it, but, you know, I'm, I'm starting to, to think, you know, I'm open to ideas. So if any other listeners, you know, if y'all have any ideas for how I can solve this crink in my neck, uh, let me know. You can email me at Uh Before the break, I was talking about the disappointment I have with Wells Andy Biggs about this FISA authorization being set to be voted on with no reforms whatsoever. I mean, did, do they need a reminder? Do they need a reminder that we're, we're, we're talking about the abuse of FISA court went so far as they lied to the court and said that Carter Page was an operative for Russia when in fact he was a CIA operative. They literally changed documents. They lied to the courts. We're not talking about crimes of omission. We're not talking about just withholding and not sharing mitigating circumstances, even though they are required to do that. With the FISA courts, they are expected to, to give any, any evidence that might be in favor of the person being targeted. They not only did not share any mitigating evidence, like the fact that the Steele dossier was crap and made up and everybody knew it, but they actually lied to the courts about who Carter Page was. And the reason why they went to this low-used Carter Page was because there's something called, I think, the two-hop rule, that if they could get the court to approve 
a snare of Carter Page, then they then could uh, could legally at that point go and listen in on President Trump and anybody else that Trump had a conversation with. That uh, this is absolutely an affront to the rule of law in the United States as this go forward. And I'm hoping that President Trump addresses this in the next couple of days. A uh, little bit of bit news, another topic that some of my friends out there on Facebook wanted me to talk about was a mysterious death recently on the part of an Andrea K. Show friend, Philip Haney, who was the whistleblower. You know, we still don't know where Eric Cimarelli is, right? Nobody was allowed to talk about him. Nobody could mention his name. He wasn't brought before anybody for the impeachment. Total protection. Philip Haney was a whistleblower under the under the Department of Homeland Security, the Obama administration. He uh, had been yanked off of investigating mosques and ties to terrorism, and he said that in alleged that he thought he could have prevented the San Bernardino terrorist attack had he not been taken off that investigation and have all of his records wiped clean by Obama. He was found um, shot in the chest with a shotgun on the side of the road recently. It was deemed a suicide. His pastor issued a statement and said that he did not believe at all that Philip Haney was suicidal, that he had just recently spoken to him. He was engaged to be remarried. He had a book deal in the works. He had other offerings and new opportunities career-wise that were coming down the path that he did not believe at all that Philip Haney was suicidal. So I don't know. I'm not going to venture. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist to push out anything, but um, I, I just, you know, I wanted to update you guys on that. Um, I don't know, DJ Care Speaks to tell me if we have a caller, that's cool, bring him in. Um, if not, I did want to share with you guys, Daryl Issa has made a statement about the California 50 primary race. We had three Republicans in the race for that against um, uh, Tampa Najjar. Daryl Issa came out top Republican for that. He will be in the primary. And I was pleased today to see his statement that called, both Carl DeMaio and Brian Jones have um, declared that they're going to put all their support and hope that the Republican Party is unified behind Daryl Issa as we go into the general election in November. Kara, is there anything you wanted to add? No, actually, I was just uh, screening a phone call here, but I actually have the, the caller on the phone. He suggests that you look to see if maybe you might have arthritis in your neck. Well, is is arthritis is in the joints, right? Not muscular. I don't know. I don't know what arthritis is. I know it's on the right side of my neck, the muscle where my neck, it, you know, joins. Um, it's up the top of my neck, kind of where uh-huh. my neck goes into my shoulder. So I don't. Okay, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I I've had success having my neck adjusted uh, in the past. Okay. Last year, I, last year uh, I went for three adjustments, thinking my uh, my uh, that I had a locked up neck. And uh, after the third trip, we decided I needed to go have my neck X-rayed for arthritis. What did, we're about out of time. Did it work? Yes or no? We discovered I had arthritis. So. Uh,